Welcome to a live preaching message from the Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, New York City. Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, is the Apache of the Kadesh Family Churches in North America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message.
Is your 
Wow. Hallelujah. Shall we please pray over the offering? Awesome is your name. You do glorious things. Father, bless the seeds in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. I believe this is the moment that we all are waiting for. Hallelujah. Scripture says, Scripture says in James 1:23 that we should lay aside all forms of superfluity, of naughtiness. Hallelujah. Amen. And receive with meekness the word of God. Hallelujah. Which is able to transform us, our souls. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. It's time for the word. Amen. And without much ado, I want us to rise to our feet as we welcome to the podium our prophet, our pastor, our teacher, and our leader. Amen. Reverend Charles. Amen. Hallelujah. Supernatural angels, ministering angels, fighting angels, directing angels in our midst. And Father, we lift up a lamentation and a voice against principalities and powers. We disembark them, we disconfict them, we render them powerless. Principalities and powers and authorities rendered powerless in the name of Jesus. Satan has no power over this congregation. Any evil spirit that followed you to church is being driven back. Any spirit that harassed you up until this point 
is being weakened and destroyed. As you stand in the presence of God, may you receive ministration of angels. Ministration of angels. May angels minister to you. Father, we thank you for the engrafted word which is able to save our soul. In the matchless name of your only begotten son, the one who rose from the grave and is sitting on the right hand side of the Father, the one and only begotten Son of God, Jesus, his name we pray. And let the saints say, Amen. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord. Let me see Hallelujah. Any devil that tried to follow you to church has been driven back. Hallelujah. Evil spirits that tormented you up to this point have been driven back. Hallelujah. Any trouble that followed you has been returned. From this point, goodness and mercy shall follow you. I say goodness and mercy shall follow you. As you enter to the goodness and mercy shall follow you. Hallelujah. Wonderful. Let's memorize our scripture for the week. Hosea chapter 12 verse 13 and the word of God says and by a prophet the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt and by a prophet was he preserved. Amen. So let's read. One, two, go. I can't hear this side. Again? Hosea 12, 13. This is a basic scripture every Christian must know. Okay? So, you don't have to memorize this one. You should know it by now. Hosea 12, 13. And by a prophet, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt. And by a prophet was he preserved. Hosea 12, 13. So take it up the screen. One, two, go. Hosea 12, 13. Hallelujah. And let me, like I was sharing with them in the first service. You see, you have to believe scriptures. You have to believe the word of God. Your you're being delivered from oppression and demons and problems. It's not by a politician. So those of you who live your life believing in who comes into power. You are joking. Okay? Whether it is Trump or Rump or Crump. Kavana or whatever it is, at the end of the day, it is God who will deliver you. And it is God who will establish you. And God will deliver or establish you by a prophet. By a prophet. Hallelujah. 
Yes, last week I just got, I mean, after the, se- se- um, the prayer session service, somebody received, a, I would pray about chronic problems. And somebody testified that a problem that you have for two months. Chronic, that's what we, but as soon as the prayer ended, suddenly she got healed instantly. By a prophet. By a prophet. Are you hearing me? So you have to believe in the words of the prophet. Hallelujah. By a prophet. The Lord brought Israel out. And by a prophet, he preserved them. Hallelujah. You are more likely to have a fruitful life based on the prophecies that have been spoken to you than by your resume. I'm I'm saying one more time. You keep on trusting your resume. Keep on. They don't even read it. They don't even read it. You think they read it? You think they read it? You were born yesterday. They don't have time. So what, what will make you come forward and be selected is by the prophecies that has gone upon your life. Hallelujah. You know, you have to learn to live by faith. Hallelujah. You see, there's a very interesting, I think in Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 4. You have to know these verses. Go to Habakkuk. Habakkuk 2 4. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 4. Behold, his soul which is lifted up is not upright in him. Behold, his soul which is lifted up is not upright in him. But, you see, but the just shall live by faith. But, the just shall live by faith. You see, when you see the but, it's like a, it negates something. Are you hearing me? It means that people live by other things. Some people live by their, some people live by money. Once they see money, they'll do whatever they'll do for it. But you find out it will not satisfy you. Some people live by pleasure. Some people live by people acknowledging you. Men think good of you. But, but, but you see, and, and, and therefore, what drives you is money, pleasure, people saying good things about you. But, say, but the just shall live by faith. Learn to live your life by faith. That's what I, talk, I told you last week. Learn to live your life by faith. Let me tell you something. Don't even live by the way you think. I'm teaching you. Because the way you think, you have been thinking that way for a long time. So learn to live by what you believe. His soul is upright in him. In fact, let me show you this verse in the message, the message version. It's quite interesting. See the one in this same verse in message. It says, let that message, look at that man. Bloated by self-importance. Full of himself, but soul empty. Full of himself, but soul empty. But the person in right standing before God, through loyal and steady believing, 
is fully alive. Really alive. <laughs> really alive. You want to be really alive? Live by God. Not your ego. Not your bloated. Not your self-importance. Not by your resume. Not by money. Not by even the way you think. But live by faith. Are you hearing me? I saw you hearing me. Because people, people live, look, people live by all sorts of things. You people, eh? You talk to people, they live by people's impression about them. The whole person's life is based on what people think about him. That is why he will want to have a certain address by all means. So that when people come and say, well, wow, this is where you live. He wants to drive a certain car by all means. Some girls want to have a certain boy by all means. So that when he comes to it, this is, this, this is my man. This is my man. This is my man. To the point that you will pay everything for him. He doesn't like you too. <laughs> As a sad part, he doesn't even like you. But you just want your friend to say that this is your man. It's called what? <laughs> Please. To prove that this is your man. So you do everything. So that when your friends gather, say, man, he's a real hunk. Huh? You, are, you, you are literally paying for him. Please. Soul empty. Learn to live by what you believe. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? The just shall live by faith. I live by what I believe. You see, if you live by what you believe, your friends will even change. You choose friends based on what you believe. Are you hearing me? I was telling some people last week on a... I haven't started preaching. This is by living by faith. On a, my, my classmate pla- on our school platform, I, I think I can prepare some people here. Yeah. I mean, all level. I finished all level in 1980. Some of, some of you are not even born. Some of you are in diapers. 1980. That's when I finished all level. And people that I have not seen since we finished all level. Level. I haven't even seen them since we finished O level. But you know how they have this all this WhatsApp group of your schoolmate and things. So somehow they put me on that group. I don't even even the church WhatsApp group, I don't have time to reply to all your WhatsApp messages. Let alone this old association. But I just one was just only politely. And then two weeks ago, I saw a posting on the platform. Somebody Insulted me fully. <laughs> hey! I'm talking, I Somebody has blasted me. I said, Oh, what have I done? When did this happen? And the, and the, and the insult is that he came to New York. And he tried to contact me. And I refused to meet him. And I'm being snobbish. Since 
Since 1980, I've not even seen you before. Even if I meet you, I may bypass you and not recognize you. So if you come to New York and you find my number, I remember him testing me. And I said, oh, the day that you are testing me, I'm busy. I don't even think I can come. Does that mean I'm being snobbish and being... Blasted me fully. My question, why do, why do you want to meet me at all costs? I mean... <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know. I mean, somebody that since... When we school, you're not my friend. So now... I mean, my friends have changed. Of course, he must have looked me up. <laughs> of course, he must have looked me up. I, mean, I don't know what, what his problem was. And that he's arrogant. He's this. Me! That he came to New York and he was trying to meet me and I refused to meet him. Who cares? And I, I, I wish I would have said, who cares? You see, but what I'm trying to <laughs> the point I'm trying to say is that my faith has changed my friends. My faith has changed my friends. Because the judge, even your faith affects your friends. My friend, I, I, I don't even Yes. I was even thinking I was even thinking if I had met him, what would we talk about? You think about it. what will we talk about? <laughs> what will you talk about? I mean, that, that's, let's be honest. If you met him, what will you talk about? Yeah. So, what I'm saying, faith affects your friends. Hallelujah. Because you have the video ready. Are you hearing me? The just shall live by faith. Let's live by what we believe. My friends have changed long ago. I mean, you come to New York. Just come to Stilo. Can we go and drink here? Can we do this? I, 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 I was like, please, 98. How many years ago? 98 years what? 38 years. I see him, I'm sure I'll pass him and we will recognize him. I hear me. So, the Bible said, by a prophet. Hallelujah. You see, what I'm talking about, live by what you believe. Sometimes not even by what you think. Amen. I hear me. You see, that is why honor your prophet is a very important thing. Because honoring your prophet is not by what you think. You don't honor if you want to by what you think. What do you think? What do you think? Who's your prophet? Who is our prophet? I say who's our prophet? I can say maybe no, no, not 100% because I don't, know, I don't know all your wallets. I don't know what's inside your wallet. I don't know how wealthy some of you are. Because some people look very simple but they are quite wealthy. But I can say that he probably has more than most of you here. I wouldn't say all because you never know. But he has, you understand? So if you think about that, why should I give my smart to such a, a big person? The person 
much more than me. So it's not, it doesn't make sense. So it's not, you don't live by what you think. So the only, you, you need it more. As Bishop always says, you need it more than he needs it. But you give or you honor the person based on what you believe. That when you honor a prophet, you receive a prophet's reward. When you honor a prophet, there's a blessing upon your life. So it is by what you believe, not what you think. That's what it is. So honor a prophet is actually a faith thing. Not, not a thinking thing. Hallelujah. That's why we honor. That's why we honor men of God. Hallelujah. By what you believe. So let me show you this small clip. Don't stagger. Don't stagger. Tell anybody, don't stagger. Don't stagger. Yeah. I'm talking about an anointing. Bishop is my angel. But even the way you can get young people excited, it's an anointing. Hallelujah. So let's recognize that you honor a prophet based on what you believe, not what you think. The just shall live by faith. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. So, is it next Sunday? The next Sunday, come with a card and a special offering to honor your prophet. Look, people are honoring their prophet too. People buy Mercedes Benz for their prophet. Huh? Private jets. Yeah. I'm still waiting for my first car, but you <laughs> don't stagger. Hallelujah. But you know, it's, it is a measure of your faith. Hallelujah. And as you do, God will bless you. You don't do based on what you think. Based on what you believe. Because as for what you think, look, I can give you a lot of clever sayings. Now, if you think about it, you see, let me tell you, because I'm being practical. If you think about it, you will never honor a prophet. Hallelujah. One guy said, one guy said, Jesus Christ, that's what somebody said, Jesus Christ, he fed 5,000 poor people. Nowadays, prophets who have come, 1,000 poor people are feeding them. (laughs) Yes, it's a clever saying, but it's a wrong saying. Have you thought about it? It sounds very clever. Like Jesus Christ fed 5,000 poor people. Now 5,000 poor people are feeding one rich prophet. 
Very subtle. It's not biblical. Clever. It is Satan. The person has forgotten the alabaster box. He has forgotten the widow's mind. He has forgotten the widow feeding Elijah. You see, it's a clever saying, but it's not. It's devilish. So you do this by faith, not by clever sayings. There's an undertone. Hallelujah. Yeah. And I share these things with you because, you see, I'm a, I want you to know and do things out of your heart. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. It's for your own benefit. Honor a prophet. It is for your own benefit. Hallelujah. I think if you think you would pay tight, why should you pay tight? When, when in your life has come that you don't need more money? You sitting there. When in your life has it come that you don't need more money? <laughs> Somebody, <laughs> I, I, I say all this. I'll tell you, another guy said that um, and, uh, somebody was uh, uh, this guy uh, they say a musician in Nigeria, I say fella fella, fella, fella fella, whoever that guy was was um, decided not to pay tax for his concert, like he won't pay tax to the government and his reason was that churches don't pay tax so why should he pay taxes? If, ta- if churches are tax exempt, then he should also be tax exempt. And they said that he's not a church. So that's why he's not a church. He said, what, does, what, what do you mean by he's not a church? They said, they said, you charge fees for people to come. They said, you know what? I charge for them to enter. And, then they, and when they come inside, it's free. The church, they come in free, but when they come in, they pay. <laughs> it's like they take offerings when they pay. <laughs> so that way, they, for, in my in my case, they pay before they enter. But in the end of your case, they enter then they pay. <laughs> so there's pain everywhere. Nonsense thing. <laughs> You see, I'm trying to show you all this that learn to do things by believing, not by thinking. They just shall live by faith. Because as for thinking, there are a lot of clever sayings, but I tell you, they are devilish. I'm serious about it. They are devilish. They are actually devilish. Hallelujah. So live, live by faith. Amen. Yeah. I mean, you think about it. I'm talking, you think about it. You are here, you are. You are growing old. Your job is not really steady. There's no man around. Your family has introduced you to this man who is wealthy, who can take care of you. But you know he's not a Christian. And you are putting pressure on you. And your mother is saying that, please. I want to cuddle a baby before I go to my grave. It's like your mother is saying that you are the reason why she hasn't died. She needs a baby before she... (laughs) Pressure! Do you understand what I'm saying? And and, and so, so you think about it. You can see that then why don't you just... 
After all, fornication is not the only sin. After I can confess my sins. It's under the blood. But you see, by your faith will tell you that this is wrong. By your mind will tell you that, look, don't be stupid. So you don't follow the mind. You live by faith. Anyway, let's roll on. Today I'm talking about, this when I talk about prayer. And I'm going to continue my prayer series. Hallelujah. Like I said, the first service is a prayer service. So if you want to pray, come. I will lead a prayer. We'll pray. Then, Hallelujah. So let's talk about prayer. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You see, um, prayer is mysterious. Hallelujah. I said, prayer is mysterious. And when something is mysterious, you see, you, your eye has to be open to see its value. If your eye is not open, you will never see the value of mysterious things. Yeah. God has to open your eyes. Sometimes some things are valuable. But because your eyes are not open, you don't see it. Hallelujah. Prayer is, is mysterious. And unless God opens your eye, you will never see the value of prayer. But I pray that as I teach, your eyes will be open. I say, as I teach, your eyes will be open. So you see the value of prayer. I mean, the, the story has it that like, um, I think those of you who come from Ghana, those of you who come from Ghana, uh, in the eastern region of that country, that's where diamonds were. Diamonds. The diamonds are in the eastern region. Can, yes. Can you believe that before the people knew the value of it, they were using the diamonds as stones. Oh, yeah. They were using the diamond as stones to kill birds. So you put it in the catapult. Pow! And ironically, because diamond is a hard stone, the more the carrot, the harder it hits the bed. So they will look for the best one. And you Yeah. They will use for the best one. And then put it there and kill the stone. Until somebody came from abroad and said, This thing is a precious stone. It is not, it is not used to kill birds. So, and by the time they realized, the person has cordoned off all the area. You didn't know the value. If only they knew the value, they would not have used it to kill birds. They would have been rich by now. Yeah. And sometimes that's it with prayer. We don't know the value of prayer. If we knew the value of prayer, our life would not be where it is now. I say, if we knew the importance of prayer, our life will not be where it is now. Hallelujah. Yeah. Like I was sharing this morning, look. Everywhere you go, okay, everywhere you go, there are rules and regulations how to live there. Hallelujah. For example, it, I just came from Africa. If you go to Africa, in most places in Africa, 
Okay? When you are traveling, they require yellow fever. I mean, whether the yellow fever doesn't allow you to board the plane. You understand? And the reason being that because there's yellow, there's mosquitoes that can get yellow fever. But if you are going to Sweden or Denmark or Norway, they don't ask for yellow fever. Because you don't need it. But if you are going to Tanzania, you need yellow fever. If you are going to Ghana, by the way, Terminal 3 has been opened. It's a very beautiful terminal. I hope so. If you are going to Ghana, you need yellow fever. And I'm sure if you are going to where? Cameroon. Even Ghana, you need yellow fever. Cameroon, you need more. <laughs> yes! Because it's, it's dangerous. It is very dangerous to live there without yellow fever. But if you are going to London, you don't need yellow fever. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. In the same way, let me show you this scripture. Revelation. Why you need prayer on earth. You see, Jesus Christ told us men always ought to pray. Look at this one. Men always ought to pray and not to faint. Hallelujah. Men always ought to pray and not to faint. Hallelujah. In other words, Jesus Christ is telling us, so long as you are a man, by men, you mean both male, male and female. Okay? It's gender neutral. It's not that men should pray and women should sleep. No. <laughs> Jesus Christ is only women should sleep and men should pray. The men here means human. He's saying that if you live on planet Earth, if you live on planet Earth, you cannot survive without prayer. No one can survive on this planet of ours without prayer. Men, that's why I say men always ought to pray and not to faint. You cannot go and li live here and go to Accra and not be worried of mosquitoes. Let me tell you something. We get, oh, I don't believe in mosquitoes. You don't believe mosquitoes, they will kill you. When you're dead, you believe it. He said, listen to me, men always ought to pray and not to faint. In other words, life on earth is not compatible with our prayer. If you want to live, if you want to make progress, if you want to advance, then make sure that prayer is part of your life. Because, because, because you know where you are. Hallelujah. And if you want to know where you are, I will show you. Revelation chapter 12. Let's start from verse 7. It's talking about. Listen. And there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon. And the dragon fought and his angels. And prevailed not. Neither was there a place found anymore in heaven. So there was a war. There was rebellion. Because heaven is peaceful. Heaven is God's strong. Heaven is where the king is. Streets of gold. No sickness. No disease. Peace. Then suddenly, suddenly there was war. There was agitation. And 
A war. Michael, God was not even involved in the war. It was Michael who fought with Satan. They defeated Satan and they said, okay, now because of your behavior, you can't live here anymore. So we are casting you out. So they threw him from heaven. Can you believe he didn't go to Mars? He didn't go to Jupiter. He didn't go to Saturn. These are all planets you could have landed on. What are the other planets? Uranium. Pluto. Neptune. Mercury. The guy didn't go any of those places. So, I can probably say that if you go to Mars, you don't have to pray. Because he's not there. If they develop the space shuttle so that people can go and live in Jupiter, maybe we'll stop praying. Because they are developing the space program. Even the moon, they are, you know, they are trying to develop a space where people can go to the moon. A commercial, where you can fly to the moon. Maybe after that program, you can go to where you don't need to pray. And the great dragon was cast out. That old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceived the whole world. And he was cast not into Pluto, not onto Saturn, not onto Uranium, but onto Earth. This is where he landed. Are you hearing me? That's why he said you ought to pray. Because where you are living, that's where the guy landed. Okay? The whole world. And his, go back, I don't finish. And his angels were cast out with him. Not only him. He came with his team. I said he came with his team. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God, and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. Hmm. Verse 11. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb, and by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto death. It's another revelation. This is the result. This is the result. I'm trying to show you, just in case you are arguing with me. Therefore rejoice in heaven. So there was jubilation in heaven. Therefore, the guy is gone out. So, therefore, rejoice in heaven and ye that dwell in them. Woe. <laughs> what, what does it say? What does woe means? What does woe means? Sorry for you. What does woe means? Woe. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea. It means earth and sea. That's where he lives. My main water spirit. Preaching to you. He said, you see, I'm sure the angel said, said, hallelujah in heaven. Whoa, earth. The guy is coming here. You are dead. You are done for. From today, Wahala begins. So Jesus Christ said, listen to me. You always us to pray because you are in a hostile environment. So you continue sleeping. You go to sleep at 8 p.m. You wake up at 7 a.m. That's through your quarter. 
Give me your quiet time. It's a struggle. You, it, it, it is a sign that you don't know where you are. Are you hearing me? Let me tell you something. If you go to Accra or Kumasi or any garden, and you go and they are selling kenke and fish by the roadside. Okay? And they are frying them and things. Kelawale. Even Kelawale is better. I'm talking about the cold food. The kenke, the fish, the wunara, the soup. And you go and you get a plate. And you sit down. And then, as you see people, the natives eating. And I've taken off your shirt. You too, you sit and take off your shirt. And you are eating and you are drinking the water. <laughs> it is a sign that you don't know where you are. You exactly don't know where you are. Can, can you understand what I'm saying? Because if you knew where you are, you would not be drinking the soup and the flies are flying from one plate to another. Chomba! You go and sit there. That is why when you are taking your child there, they say take antibiotics because they, their stomach, they are no used to those germs. So when you go and sit there and you feel free, it is a sign that you have no idea where you are. You have been there before, right? Have you been there before? Hey. Jamaica. Or oh, oh, Accra. Benin, Benin, Benin. You know what's like? <laughs> Benin, right? You have no idea. It wasn't easy. Because when you go and they gave you that play, he said, man, you sat down. You didn't know where you were. <laughs> Look, this last trip, this last trip that I came, hey, pray that you don't get diarrhea on the flight. Hey, Charlie, and my dear sister, it was easy for me. Oh, from Johannesburg, yeah. I don't know what I ate. That, huh? I don't know what I, I think. I ate some yogurt that was, I don't know what it is on the flight. My goodness, from Johannesburg. In the air. And you know how the, sometimes the, the, the bathroom is also full on the plane. They say kill. God. <laughs> God. <laughs> My God. Hey. I, what are you going to say? Occupied. You see that? Charlie, stop, stop, stop. The type of diarrhea that makes you sweat. <laughs> you. It, it, it's a sign. So if you come on earth, it says woe. For the devil has come down unto you. He has come down unto who? <laughs> Special delivery. The devil has come unto us. The people in heaven say, hey, hey, you are dead. The guy has come to you. And you are sleeping. Are you sitting down like that? Are you sitting down like that? I say, are you sitting down like that? When they say open heavens, so I'm tired. When they say this, I'm tired. Are you? They, they say he has come to you. Hmm. 
and, and he, he has not come to you nicely. Ha, having great wrath, he has come angry. And you are sleeping. I said, do you understand? Men always ought to pray and not to faint. He was giving this the reason. Yeah, this is the reason. Because he knew it, because he knows that he had but a short time. So maximum havoc is his aim. Maximum havoc is his aim. Maximum havoc. That is the aim of the terror. That's the aim of terrorists. Hijack. Let a dude by a that you can achieve maximum havoc. So look at the building. Don't go to the top. It will not kill him. Don't go to the bottom. Go to the middle. Maximum havoc. Yes. Okay. That, be, be, yeah, that's, verse 13. Uh, let me throw in verse 13. I'm throwing in verse 13 because Bishop preached a message this Sunday. Everybody should go and listen. Not everybody. He preached a message. The mystery woman. Every, let me tell you, let me tell you, let me give a summary. Okay, summary. The mystery woman. If you are a woman who is not into ministry, you'll be annoyed with the message. I'm warning you. If you are this type of woman who don't like ministry work, you'll be annoyed. But if you're a woman who is interested in ministry and the work of God, you have to listen to it. If you're somebody who is into, you'll be annoyed. I can tell you that. It's not, it's not a message for the feminist. It's for the message for the woman who wants to be spiritual. I'm preaching. Why? That's, that's, that's why I am adding this verse. And when the dragon saw that he was cast into the earth, he persecuted the woman. So even though it is war on earth, it is double woman. So if a man has to pray, a woman needs to pray more. One hour, you have to pray two hours because Satan, your number one target is for him. Why do you think many things afflict women, including your period and your emotions? So, Israel, a nagging woman, look, women quarrel more, they fight more, they accuse more. It's all Satan. Satan, they are number one Satan's target. You can put two men, two men can live together for a year, they will never quarrel. Put two women, six months, there'll be a quarrel. <laughs> six months is too long. Three. <laughs> Just how many months? Three, three, three days. <laughs> two weeks. According to my wife, who's a very spiritual woman, he says six months is too long. Huh? <laughs> 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 Patrick says three days and 16 minutes. Even when you are talking, there is undercurrent. <laughs> hey, I don't even know. They say even the talking is not clear. Everything they say means something. 
insinuations. And so don't be surprised. So have you so I'm explaining to you why you are like that. Because Satan has focused on you. So, lady, like this, if Jeff is praying for one hour, you have to pray two hours. Not that he's praying one hour and you are praying 30 minutes. And you are saying you are, you are the man. Pray more! <laughs> you are the head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just threw this verse. So that we will be 100% sure where we are. Hallelujah. Yes. Men always want to pray and not to faint. He targeted him. Heaven said, yeah, Ed, you are in trouble. The guy has come there. And woman, you are even dead more. Because you will bring forth the man child. Go and listen to the message about the man child. You understand it. But what I'm trying to say is that this is the background to that verse. Men always ought to pray. You cannot live this life here without praying. Because you are in a, an, a hostile environment. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I said hallelujah. So in Ephesians chapter 6 verse 18. Yeah. In Ephesians chapter 6 verse 18. It says, praying always. Not praying sometimes. Not praying on your birthday. Not praying on New Year. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. I love it, sister. Kalima su brekete baba. Yes. Always. Not sometimes. With all kinds of prayer. mosquitoes. And today, when you are going out, you use the mosquito spray. But tomorrow, you didn't use it. How? What is the use of it? You, you use the mosquito repellent today and went to town. And then tomorrow, because I used it yesterday, I will use it again. He says, pray always with all prayer. It means when you must pray always, Tell your neighbor, pray always. Tell your neighbor, pray always. And then two, which I'm going to teach you, with all, uh, with all prayer, it means there are types of prayers. And every situation and the prayer that must be applied. And I pray that by the time I finish this series, you will know which prayer to apply to what. Every prayer, every situation and the prayer it needs. Hallelujah. Amen. Just like languages. How many languages do you speak? You speak four, four languages? What, what, are, what are the languages? Huh? Punu? A little bit of Nzebe? French? English? You're okay with Spanish. So, if you meet me, how would you, how would you talk to me? Will you speak to me in Puno? Because I don't understand it. Do you understand Puno? French? You, if you will you speak in French? 
Talk to her in French. You don't mean manger? French. But you speak me in French. Who will you speak to in Puno? Who? Francis, why doesn't understand it? Speak that language. I'm a sorry. <laughs> Again. Francis. Yeah. I'm a sorry. And now where? And now where? Francis. I'm a sorry. I mean, everybody here is lost. But Francis, he can communicate with Francis. So it means that there are languages which are addressed based on who you are talking to. There are prayers that also is addressed depending on what you are dealing with. Hallelujah. Francis. Hey, hey, some, some today. Hey, now where? Hey, now where? So it means that if he wants to sell all of us. If he wants to sell us, all of us, we'll be afraid. All of us will be lost. Then Francis, and now where? <laughs> Francis is aware, but the rest of us are unawares. <laughs> yes! That's right! Hallelujah! So there are kinds of prayers based on the need you are dealing with. That's what Paul, so Paul was telling the officials that look, learn, 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 be diverse in your prayer. That's what I want you hear the Archbishop praying. You know that the man is vested in prayer. I mean, I, if you hear him praying, you know that man, there are levels of prayer. We decree and we declare to the tribunes that they hold an injunction against the prayer. Man, you can see that the man is deep in prayer. Hallelujah. So we need to know all kinds of prayers. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. You see, because you see, many, unfortunately, many of us only know one kind of prayer. Thank you. You've answered my answer. Prayer, that's it. Most of us, the only prayer we know is Give me, give me, give me. That's the only prayer you know. We only know give me, give me, give me, give me. All our prayers to the Lord, give me, Lord, give me. No. Hallelujah. So, let's look at, I don't know where we can get to, but we'll close today. Let's look at some kinds of prayers. The first type of prayer I want to talk about is Matthew 26, verse 39. Matthew 26, 39. The Bible says, And he went a little further and fell on his face and prayed, saying, Oh, my father, if it be possible, let this 
cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. Not as I will, but as thou wilt. Not as I will, but as thou wilt. This is what we call the prayer of consecration. The prayer of consecration. God, I am praying according to your will. Not as I will, but I will. God, it's not about me anymore. It's about you. What do you want? What do you want, Lord? It's not about what I want, but what do you want? What do you want? Consecration. I am yours, Lord. If you can use anything, use me, Lord. I consecrate myself to you. Jesus was at a difficult stage in his life. He was at the point of going to the cross. He knew exactly the outcome. He knew the process. He knew the difficulties. And obviously, he, it was, he was willing to see whether I can skip it. I would prefer to get out of this because I know what it entails. But having said that, I am yours. I consecrate myself to you. Not as I will, but your will be done. Yes. Yes. Not as I will. Not as I want. A prayer of consecrating yourself to God. Not what I want, but what you want. Sometimes it's like, Lord, you know, prayer of consecration, Lord, you know the outcome. You know the situation. If I had my own way, I would leave this man tomorrow, but not as I will. Your will be done. That's a prayer of consecration. Pray against what you want to do. Because what you want to do is different from what you do is different from what what, what you left you. God, if I had my own way, I would never talk to her, but not as I will. Your will. Consecration. I don't want to do what I want. I want to do what you want. Yes. And Christians need to learn to pray that prayer. Lord, if I had my way, what he has done, you see, let me tell you something. If I had my way, what he has done, I would never talk to him or do this thing for him again. But not my will, but your will. Yeah. Knowing very well, you see, you see, this is the part I want to come to. Knowing very well that by, by accepting to do the will of God, you have to go through the painful process. Because by accepting to do what God wants, which is to forgive or talk to the person, you have to go through the painful process of being abused over and over again. Did you hear it? I said, did you hear it? By accepting to do God's will, you have to go through the painful process of being walked upon, trashed over and over again. Because as you forgiving, you keep on abusing. But it takes a prayer of consecration. He knew the process. He knew the process. He knew the pain involved. He knew what he has to go through. And he was hoping, if he had my own way, I would skip this process. But it is not about me anymore. It is about you.
And let me tell you something. Real Christians need to learn to pray this prayer. All your prayers should not be about what you want to do. Okay? Comes a time your prayer must be about what he wants you to do. Yeah. If I had my own way, I would not do this. But Lord, your will. Yeah. He knew. As he stood there, he knew the process. He knew the difficulties. He knew what, what it entails. And sometimes by accepting to do, you see, the point I want to do that, it, you see, accepting to do his will does not mean you will not go through the pain. Church, get it right. Going through the pain is part of doing his will. Oh, I'm preaching. That's, that, 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 that is where we stagger. We stagger. God, I want to do your will by the pain. I want to do your will by the pain. I want to, no, no, no. If you want to do the will, bear the pain. Don't stagger. Don't stagger. If you want to do his will, then don't stagger at the pain. Go through the pain. Go through the humiliation, the disrespect, the abuse. People will take you for granted because of what you believe. Don't stagger. Preaching. No, they take you for. They will take you for a fool. They will take you for a book fool. Oh yeah, yeah. But don't stagger. That's the prayer of consecration. It's one of the high. one of the highest level of prayers, whereby you are sold out. I don't care anymore about what people think about me. I'm prepared to endure the pain. Because most of us. We will say we want to do his will. But Ajay! Look, his work, Ajay. Yes, say Ajay, but don't draw back. Ajay, still keep on moving. Ajay, move on. Ajay, move on. Go through. Don't stagger. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you had your own way, you would have killed that man long ago. You have killed him. I, I agree. And I agree. He needs to be killed. If I agree, that guy needs to be killed. If you had your own way, you would have killed him long ago. How many times have you forgiven him, provided for him, and he still keeps on abusing? You would have killed him. <laughs> you have killed him long ago. But listen, don't stagger. Don't stagger. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. Yes. A good message. Hallelujah. Hmm. All right. Huh. Maybe I will end with this one, then we we'll continue. So many prayers. Quickly. The next prayer is Jude 20. Jude is only one verse. The next type of prayer you can pray is Jude. Jude, the book of Jude. Jude 20. Jude, 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 brother. J-U-D, Jude, before Revelation 20. It's taking too long. Okay. I can quote it for you. Your computer frozen? Jude. Yes, Jude 20. 
This is only one verse. So there's, no, there's no chapter 1, chapter 2, chapter 3. Jude is only one verse. One chapter, sorry. Jude 20. Okay? Go to the book of Jude. It says, okay, let's read it. It says, no, no, no. Quickly. Their computer is frozen. Tasha, read Jude 20 for me. Somebody get a microphone, read Jude 20. Okay, he has it. But ye, beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Praying in the Holy Ghost. The next, the, and the next type of prayer I'm talking about is praying in the Holy Ghost. Which type of prayer you pray if you want to build yourself? yourself. Build yourself. You want to become macho. If you want to become spiritually strong, then the type of prayer you need to pray is praying in the Holy Ghost. And praying in the Holy Ghost simply means pray speaking tongues. By that exercise, you are like someone who has gone to the gym. You are pumping your muscles. When the demons see you, they say, hey, this guy has muscles. This guy spirit, this spiritually he's messed up. Yeah. Just like if you're going to attack somebody. When the person, you know, you run away. If you see the person says pack, you run away. In the same way, the Bible says that if you want to develop spiritual muscles, then pray in tongues. He that prayed in an unknown tongue edified himself. So as you charge yourself every morning, it's like you are at the gym. Every day you are pumping. When the demon says, Charlie, I beg you. When fornication comes, hey, I'm afraid. When death comes, hey, I'm afraid. Because every morning, every evening, Shakaba, Klemasukata, in the subway, you are praying. On the bus, you are praying. You are somebody who is exercising 24-7. You are strong, I tell you. You charge up. I say you charge up. I say you charge up. It says, building up yourselves on your most holy faith. Pray in the Holy Ghost. That is why I have a habit. Sometimes you should, my, my, my officer, my, sometimes my officer, I'm talking to you. Why you talking to me? I'm talking to you. Why are you praying? It's a habit. It's a habit. It's just, and not that I want to be rude, but it's a habit. I always like to, like, when I, before I sleep, kill my Saturday, my mama, then I fall asleep. I fall asleep praying in tongues. Just in case any demon is hanging around, I want to make sure that I'm going to sleep with my tongues. <laughs> Don't even try. Yeah. In your most holy faith. So, so God is saying that when you pray in tongues, you charge up yourself. And let me tell you something. Everybody is afraid of a strong person. Are you hearing me? Like they say, peace. Huh? Yes, that's, that's, that's actually the final thing. Peace is true strength. Peace is always true strength. Okay? 
true, peace is true strength. That's what, that's, that's what the says. The reason why I will not fight because I know that if I come, you beat me. That is why everybody stays at their distance. When people see that they can beat you, they will beat you. They will try. The reason why they will not come. That's why North Korea, Russia, everybody, the armament, that's why the arm race goes on. You are all armed to the teeth. You strike, I strike. Everybody respects each other. I said that's what we call the balance of power. I was telling somebody, somebody yeah, Saturday, he said, look, Satan will not leave us alone. Sometimes it looks like I, I, we keep on getting attacked and Satan will not leave me alone. I said, you are stupid to think that the devil will leave you alone. I said, no, 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 no. When you are dealing with Satan, don't ask him to leave you alone. Satan will not leave you alone. Satan will respect your distance when he knows that I can't joke with this guy. So instead of thinking that the devil will leave you alone, arm yourself so that when he comes through your backyard, he knows that, man, don't mess up with this guy. He'll keep away from you. Hallelujah. Yeah. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Kalima sekata. mama. Every day I go to work. You see the ER. The ER has a, you walk, do how you go to the hospital, then you go to the burial door, then the final door, you enter the ER. I have a routine. Before I enter the final place to the ER, I say a talk. Kalima saka bro. Before the door opens. Every day I do it. I speak to before I enter the emergency room because you don't know how many demons are there. Bird muscles before I enter that place. You just go and sit down quietly. Before you turn on the computer, fire some missiles into the atmosphere. Build up yourselves. Build up yourself in your most holy faith. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Speak some tongues. Speak some tongues. Yeah. It is a language that the devil don't understand. When he spoke, only Francis understood. The rest of us did not understand. When you speak to tongues, only God knows. Demons don't understand. They are confused. Speaking tongues. Deal with them. Learn to dribble the devil. Hallelujah. Number three prayer, quickly. It's what we call the prayer of faith. The prayer of faith. James chapter 5, verse 14. I'm showing you the, so the first prayer is what? Prayer of what? What's the first prayer? Prayer of what? The second prayer is what? Praying, the, praying in tongues. Okay? Or, or prayer to build yourself up. The third prayer is prayer of faith. James 5.14 And everyone knows, Is any sick among you? Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. Verse 15. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick and the Lord shall raise him up and if he had committed any sins, they shall forgive him. There is something called is among you? There's something called prayer of faith. I'm not talking about faith, though. There's something called prayer of faith. Okay? Prayer of faith. When do you pray prayer of faith? I believe I have it. I confess I have it. It is done, Lord, in the name of Jesus. That's it. 
by faith. If you ask me for, I don't have my wallet here, but you have the dollar. If you ask me for maybe uh, a dollar, I'm teaching. Let's see. Rev, can I get a dollar? I saw yeah. And I give it to you. And you come again asking me, can I get a dollar? What are you trying to say? Can I get a dollar? I said, ask me for a dollar. Yeah. What do you expect me to do? What do you expect me to do? Thank you. So do you think if you come and ask me again, please ask me for a dollar. It means, he didn't, it means I didn't give it to him. But if I gave it to him, he should, he's not expected to come back, but rather say thank you. There is something called a prayer of faith whereby you decree and you declare and you thank God. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? Yeah. It's, it's a prayer. And that's what we pray for the sick. It's, it's anyone say, let them call for the elders. And that's where the anointing oil comes in. So we anoint and pray and believe that you are healed. And that's it. Hallelujah. If you want to know, you want to see this prayer, it is more illustrated in Mark 11. I love the way Kenneth again preaches about it. Mark, Mark 11. Let's go to Mark 11. I think Mark 11. Not Mark, Mark yeah. Mark 11, um, 24. You understand this prayer of faith more. Therefore, I'm explaining to you. Therefore, I say unto you, what things soever you desire, when you pray, Believe, that's what I'm saying, believe. When you pray, believe that you have received them. Believe that you have, not that you will get them. So if you keep on asking, it means you don't believe. I'm teaching, I'm teaching you. If you keep on coming back for the same thing, it's also a sign that you don't believe. Because if you believe that I have given it to you, why come ask again? It's a prayer that is followed by thanksgiving. Believe that you have received them and them and ye shall. It's future. You believe now and you shall. I'm teaching you. You believe now and you shall. You don't believe later. This is not this this is not seen is believing. Some of you walk seen is believing. No, this is not seen by believing. This is believe and you will see. No, you see and you believe. Believe and you will see. Prayer is believe and you see. Not the reverse. See and believe. No. And you shall. This is the prayer. When Have I used the prayer of faith before? I've used it several times. I've used it several times. Several times. One sentence, one line prayer. I've used it several times. Lord, let this thing start. And I believe it. Sometimes I'll be working on something. Have you, sometimes you do too much, then the computer will freeze. And you know that this freezing is a demon. It's actually a devil. It's a devil that, because at this time of my life, I don't have time. I shouldn't freeze, then the thing has frozen. And that's why most of the time I, I pray prayer for it. Several times it works. I say, Satan, I drive you. I let the computer work. Pow! It will start working. 
power of faith. Believe it. Especially the one in James. When oil has been poured by the elders, when I pour oil and I lay hands over you, better believe it and you are healed. Hallelujah. Yeah. And you shall. And I like the way God puts it. He said, what things soever you desire. This is the only time God gives us a blank check. It's very interesting that God can give you a blank check. What sort of things you desire? If you want it. If you, no, no, not if God wants it. If you want it. Yeah. Of course. It also means that you are a Christian. So you are not going to ask God, give me nobody's wife. <laughs> I desire somebody's wife. That, that, that's, that, that, that's not the type of thing I'm talking about. Lord, I desire her car. No. Lord, this my wife is too mean. Let him die so I can get a wife. Oh! It is this scripture. I'm teaching a scripture. This is today's Bible lessons. This scripture is presupposed on the fact that the word of God abides in you. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, then you shall anything and it shall be done unto you. So it's principle one people who the word of God abides. If the word of God is abiding in you, you will not say, Lord, I like his wife, Paul. Lord, kill him. So you won't pray that prayer. <laughs> Are you hearing me? Yeah. So God is willing to give you a blank check so long as his word abides in you. Because if his word is in you, you will not ask amiss. Hallelujah. Look, we have to have believe in prayer of faith. Prayer of faith, it works. I'm telling you, they are, they are, I call them emergency prayers. You see that, Charlie, you are tight. You just speak away. And it goes through. It just works. It, I'm telling you, it, it works. I don't know how it works, but it always works. You speak. Suddenly, it's like something has been lifted. Hallelujah. So I'm telling you what type of prayer. So see, this prayer, you use it for emergencies. Tight corners. You say a word. Lord, let it be. And it shall be. You use it for healing. I believe I'm healed. I believe. Lord, I believe I'm healed. Because that's what he said in James. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we have three prayers now. Hebrews chapter 5, verse 7. Hebrews 5, 7. Who, in the days of his flesh, when he had offered up prayers and supplications, with strong crying and tears, unto him that was able to save him from death, and was heard in that he feared. Give me the NLT. The New Living Translation of this verse. While Jesus was here on earth, he offered prayers and pleadings with a loud cry and tears. <laughs> the next prayer, I'm, I'm concluding with this prayer, is loud prayers. Loud. Praying loud. Screaming. He cried with loud prayers. Not every prayer is meditation. 
comes a time when you are afraid, when you are stressed, scream. Something is coming after you. You don't say, no. Jesus Christ, with a loud cry, to the one who could deliver him out of death. And God, go back to the, uh, King James. King James. Who in the death of flesh? When he had, oh, so crying, yes. Unto him that was able to save him. And was heard in that he feared. There comes a time you see that think and say, this situation, Lord, this grace is coming. That's what I'm calling about warfare. Lord, if you don't do something, uh-uh. Loud Christ. What is coming is not a gentle matter. What is coming if it happens, my faith will be shaking. When, when you get to that stage, you don't say, Sorry, I'm thinking, you don't think in your head. You scream, Kayama, Babaya, Fakata, Anali, Ameka, Anali, Ababa, Jesus Christ. That is when you jump. <laughs> because you have seen something come. I said you have seen fire. You have seen that this animal, listen to me. That is why Moses Baden said that if the animal that is coming after you is not tired, why do you say you are tired? An animal is chasing you, it's not tired, and say, I am tired. No, you don't get tired. No, you don't get tired. You don't get tired. That's not the time you get tired when the animal after you is not tired. I'm teaching. Loud! There is something called loud prayers. I hear people say, oh, you have to scream when you are praying. Hey, I will scream. Jesus Christ, when he feared, he screamed. Because I've heard some orthodox churches. Hey, Colonel, look into me. There's a time for that. But there comes a time you have to scream. You have to say that, hey! Lord! 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 Lord, concerning this child, Lord, concerning this situation, Lord, Lord, I plead the blood of Jesus. I read the blood of Jesus. Let angels go before him. Let this child not be a disgrace. May my faith not be in vain. Oh, Yehovah. Because you fear. Because what is you are seeing if you joke? Mm-hmm, that's the truth. Something will pass under you. You will sit down. Something will run under you. So you sit down. As you look at the way the marriage is going, you can see that somebody is actively trying to disengage you. That is the time you go into warfare. Father, I decree, I declare that I will not sow for another man to reap. Father, I declare that yeah, anything that is for me, I possess it in the name of Jesus. Any enemy, any, any principality that tried to destroy me, or any stone that is rolled against me, Father, I roll it back. Let him who digs the pit, let him fall into the pit. You scream. Because your eye red. I'm, why are you sitting like that? I say you scream. I say you scream because your eye red. What is coming is not easy. If it happens, your whole life is going back like this. Some things, if you allow them, your life will crumble down. Can't sit down. Hallelujah. Say! Say! 
Jesus, that's what Jesus said. Jesus said, when you start praying, say, speak. Listen to me. There is a time, a time that you have to pray and sweat. Uh-huh. He feared. He feared. Yeah. Kaya. I remember those days. And I still, I cherish them. You go to the gardens, you see Brad. Ika! 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 Hey! Their shirt is awful. They have taken up their shirt. I know one particular brother, he used to climb a tree. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? The Lego Gardens. And I'm telling you, all those guys are mega pastors. Takia Boy, Ampia Kofi, Bishop Dag, Malkwe. That Those were the days. It was screaming in the gardens. It was, that's why, yes. It was not whispering prayers. Bishop Saki. Yeah. Kaya. What is Kaya? It's not a joke. You sit down. You sit down and let it happen. You will see that your years of investment has gone down the drain. God forbid. Listen to me. Why don't you stand up and let's scream in prayer? Masakataya. I need some prayer warriors, oh God. Begin to speak, oh God. Somebody scream. Hey, he cried in that he feared, oh God. We break the seal of God. We lift up an injunction of God on our church of God. Somebody scream. What are you afraid of? Prayer by your fears. Prayer by your fears. Prayer by your fears of God. God, let it not happen to 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 God. I lift up an injunction of God. I don't know what is coming after you. I don't know your fear, so God. But lift up, lift up your voice. Lift up your voice and decree in the heavens, so God. Go in the days of his flesh. Go in the days of his flesh. We offer a prayer for this. The strong crying and tears that was able to save you from death. Sakata, 
with the purpose of removing you. I cancel that meeting. Amen. I cancel that meeting. Amen. I remove the devils and the chairs from that room. That meeting can never come on. In the name of Jesus. Father, we pray for our ministries. Our ministries will not go down. Our ministries will not go down. Our ministries will not go down. Father, we pray for our church. Our church will not go down. Our church will not go down. Our church will not go down. We pray for our promotions and our business. Father, thank you that our business will not go down. They will not go down. They will not go down. Father, we thank you. Any trap that Satan has set, we block it. You said, vengeance is mine. Anybody who has plotted against us, may they reap their reward. May they reap what they have sown. For vengeance is you. Father, if some of us are moving and relocating, Lord, may our going increase and not decrease. lift up a voice. We said, shepherd of our soul, guide us and lead us, oh God. Thank you. Father, I pray for that single mother. I lift that single mother before you. May she not become a reproach. May her efforts towards her children not be wasted. Secure and protect them. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, let the reproach and the shame be rolled back. There is somebody here. You are afraid of death. You are afraid of death. You are afraid of death. But we decree and we declare, you will live and you will not die. Amen. You will live and you will not die. Amen. You will live beyond your years. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. That which you fear will not come to pass. Amen. Because you have prayed. Amen. Because you have prayed. Amen. Because you have prayed. Amen. That fear will not come to pass. Amen. You are afraid that you will never have a child. You have a child. You have a child. Amen. You have a child. Amen. You are afraid that you will not marry. You will marry. Amen. You will marry. Amen. You will marry. Amen. You will marry. Amen. Because you have cried in fear, God has heard. Amen. And God will answer. Amen. In Jesus' name I pray. And let it sing, shout amen. amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Listen. You will not fail that exam. You will pass it. I say, you will not fail that exam, you will pass it. Because you have cried loud unto God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Ha. Kele masaka tonoli amama. Eh, 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 eh. Eh, kali masuka broni kandali amasonoli amama. Ha, 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 ha. I reverse that medical condition. I reverse that medical condition. I reverse that medical condition. 
Thank you, Holy Spirit. Will this marriage work? Will this marriage work? Yes, it will work. Yes, it will work. Yes, it will work. Yeah, it will work. You are going to prosper in this marriage. It, you are going to live beyond the expectation. Yeah. yeah. Ha, ha, ha. Thank you, Holy Spirit. It shall be. It shall be. It shall be. It shall be. Was ever because he feared. Thank you. Oh, 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 oh. No, 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 no. You will not be removed. You will not be removed from the country. You will abide in 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 the country. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Shataya. Shataya. Kai Amaso Nori Amama Anali Ama Kendeli Ababa Anori Aba Jendeli Ababa. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You will not be crippled. Amen. You will stand on your two feet till your dying days. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Amen. Yeah. Finally, I just want to give, make an altar call. You are here, you are not born again. You don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. Listen, you must know where you are. You, you, you cannot live on this earth without Jesus Christ. Because the guy is here. Re- Satan is right here. And the Bible says, what shall it profit a man if he gets the whole world and loses his soul? In John chapter 10 verse 10, the Bible says that the thief cometh not, but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I came that you may have life and have it more abundantly. You are here, you are not born again. You don't know Jesus Christ as your personal savior. Please, there's room at the cross for you. There's room at the cross for you. There is room at the cross for you. You are the reason why God sent his son to come and die for you. Christianity is an individual decision. Being a Christian it's an individual choice. Nobody can decide for you. You have to decide for yourself. So this afternoon, lift up your hand and I'll pray for you. You want to choose Jesus. You want to be saved. You want to be born again. I would like to pray for you. I would like to pray for you. So lift up your hand and I'll pray for you. Lift up your hand if you are not born again. I'm serious. Let your hand go up. I'm really serious. Wow. Are you serious, brother? Are you serious? I like you. I really like you. Are you serious? Come, I'll pray for you. Put your hands together for him. Yes, Lord. There is room. Yes, Lord. I like you. I like people who are serious. Anybody else? I like you. 
I really like you. I want you to say this after me. Heavenly Father, this afternoon, I come to you as a sinner. Have mercy on me. I want to change. I want to be a new person. I don't want to be a child of the devil. I want to be a child of God. Lord Jesus, thank you for saving me. Jesus name. Amen. Amen. I really like you. What's your name? Pastor, how old are you? Yeah, I like you. It's a, it's a good decision. A very, very good decision. You are taking a stand for God. Yeah. And you will live for God. God will use you. After church, let's talk, okay? <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. Wow. Please take your seat and let's get our first and best, which we give. We hope that you've been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on lci.newyork at gmail.com and visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com.